Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. I feel like post-COVID has been a harder life than what it was when we lived through COVID. And I'm not quite sure why post-COVID feels so much harder to me than it did when we were living in the moment. Isn't that strange? How at the time we were like, what the hell are we doing? We can't handle this. And now we're like, okay, everything's changed. Yeah, the influx of business, like it changes so hard with it but then also like with the way the market is and the way everything the expenses have gone up and things are changing and they're like I don't have to live there I did I I can work from wherever I want I'm gonna sell my house and move be done well and I think a lot of it was for us there was so much discussion during the height of COVID about who's essential who's not essential initially Mm -hmm. we weren't essential and then they made us essential which was odd which was odd but it get it at the same time people need to move live live, go have housing so i get it so that created such a frenzy in the market that we didn't even have time to breathe like right you when a buyer said you know if you didn't know that something dropped and hit the market the minute it hit the market there was already 20 offers and you're competing and it's it was exhausting and the conversation and then now we're on the flip side of that market Mm -hmm. and it's you know it's people being more conservative with their money whereas People were giving $50,000 over ask Insane. in cash with no questions asked. Didn't even see the property at that point. No. they just And now they wait. They're like, there's something wrong with it. That's why it's been on the market so long. Yeah. No? No, no, no. That it's, no. This is normal. Yes. Welcome this to is not, pre-COVID. This is, actual, this is actual market. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like that and it's just people getting back into work, how work has changed for everybody. Like, you know, people don't want to go back to an office. People want to be working from home. They want to have the freedom. They want to have the family life balance. And yeah. I was really lucky that my kids didn't, I think, I think Everett's daycare shut down like maybe once or twice. And it was only like a classroom shutdown for a week. And then James was never out of school. I'm pretty sure he was never out of school. See, Ex- and we went on spring break at a second grader. He went on spring break and never went back. Yeah, he I had legitimately a... like I remember the teacher. Yeah, one of the teachers. It was so sweet. She literally went to every kid's house and took a picture up with them because it was just done. And it was weird because all of a sudden now I have to make my kids sit at the kitchen table on Zoom, do classes. Was Jillian in school? No, but my stepson was. He was in kindergarten. Yeah. So okay. a kindergartner, you know, who's already just like why am I between these walls all day exactly I wanted to have fun I want to be with my friends and now I have nobody except for my siblings and no Jillian wasn't in school yet 
um, she was still with my uh, mother-in-law all the time. So it probably didn't change a lot for her. No, it wasn't. She didn't really know. And we did preschool um, the next year with a private teacher. My cousin and I hired a private teacher. Right. So we didn't have to worry about that. But with my stepson, he went to school again and had to wear a mask. And he's now in first grade. And it's, like, super hard. And he's now in fourth grade. And the level of his learning based off of COVID is not well. I mean, he's, like, at a second grade level for a couple of things. And so we're now paying his mom and his dad have gotten together and they're doing tutoring because he needs the extra because school's like, well, it's fine. I've heard a lot of moms say that. I've heard a mm -hmm. lot of moms say that their kid was so, especially in reading, like yes. so far behind because as much as like reading is a solitary thing, like for an adult to like right. relax or whatever for kids, hearing other people read and hearing others around them and doing it together. I feel like that's such a vital thing. And I think it's very hard for them. Yeah. They wanted not. us to be teachers and we're not teachers. Like, to be honest, I didn't know what sneaky E was for yeah. a really long time. Like what, what Bo is that? Bossy letter R. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like what are these? Like you want me to teach a kindergartner how to read yet. I don't know what fin like phonetics you're using. Well, and school's so different than it yeah. was when we were in school. Oh, yeah. Like, Oh, phonics is not a thing and like I just we, I mean yeah that's I mean, we how did we hooked on phonics we did um ABC mouse like we did all those things and now I'm like did they even help like what right? were you doing yeah. on there like what are we doing right exactly like I don't get it well and it didn't help anything that like during COVID you know when it first started we were like oh shit because everybody stopped. Everything stopped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the initial COVID was, oh, shit, what's going to happen next? Mm -hmm. Then it turned into an extreme frenzy. You got toilet paper? Right? <laughs> like, just ridiculous things. You ain't lying. That was, was such insane. a thing. I used to make fun of Joy's aunt because she always said, like, cases of toilet paper in her garage, like, ever since we got married. And then I was like, hey, can I have some of that? Yeah. <laughs> It's like five years old. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't go bad. There's no expiration date. We had people in town from Nashville, like when the shutdown started to happen. And we were like out and about. And we were actually at one of the museums. I think the Dr. Pepper Museum. And I went into the bathroom and there was a toilet paper roll sitting on the ledge. You were like, oh. So I made a Snapchat and I was like, do I take it or do I leave it? Do I take it or do I leave it? I was like, I left it. Don't worry. I have toilet paper at home. But her family was like, hey, can you bring some toilet paper home? Because the stores here don't have any. And that was like in a small town an hour south of Nashville. Like, you're already out of toilet paper? Yeah. What right. is happening? Yeah. Well, and it's crazy because it's like in the beginning, like, that's not a symptom. Everyone wasn't like pooping all over walls. Like, no. I mean, like, <laughs> like it was like coughing. Like, you think tissues would have run out. It was like coughing and the yeah. sneezing and the, the congestion and whatever. You know, or hand sanitizer. Like, yeah, like hand sanitizer. But no, no, we didn't want that toilet paper. Like, out of all the things insane to run out of, like, I was yeah. like, okay. I mean, I ended up getting, I didn't even fight the stores. I went on like Thrive Market and stuff and like Grove and whatever. And I just got bamboo toilet paper because no one was <laughs> Ooh, buying bougie. that. How was that? It's, was it good? It's fine. It's like normal toilet paper. Oh, okay. Do you still use it now? Of course I do because it's already on auto ship. <laughs> That's and now, a good point. Now I'm just like too lazy to cancel Whatever it is. It is. Yeah. So what have, Can I have some? you kept yeah. okay. doing that you started because of COVID? Oh, nothing besides toilet paper nothing 
Like I'll like oh, I carry around a lot of hand sanitizer yeah, and my kid. Yeah. Jillian's got like four in her backpack, like one on yeah. her lunchbox. Like she does it on That's the bus, whatever. You know, I got a bunch in my car, but like really nothing. Like I I didn't do anything like extra. Like the mask we had to was really a lot it. of it for yeah. us. Masking yeah. and the shoe booties. Oh, the shoe booties. Man, I bought so many fun masks. I had Christmas masks, cheetah yeah, masks. I did too. I was like, I'm a, if I got to wear this shit, right? I'm going to make it cute. Like, I we going to have fun. I had a, At the time, I had a client that was um, that was hearing impaired. And so I got one oh. of those teacher masks that was like, had the clear in That's the cool. front. Yeah. So he could lip read. Otherwise, yeah. he couldn't understand what I was yeah. saying. He wasn't bad enough that I needed to know sign language, but he had to read your lips. Right. Yeah. And he couldn't. And it was so and so I wound How up getting one of those yeah, I didn't get one of those masks because That's crazy. Yeah. And I just feel like everything has been I feel like when we were in the moment, the thing that I wish had carried on was two is two things. One, the sanitariness in restaurants, like oh, them wiping yeah. down everything yes. like so extensively. Like come I knew on. that was going to go away, but like, come on. Bring it back. That was awesome. Yes. And the other thing was because we were in such a frenzy, I was so anal retentive about my daily schedule. Like, yep. for, like my blocks were exact. And if it went past that block, then my whole day was off. Was and now up. I've got a little bit more flex like we did right. before. But it's just I also sometimes like I'm in the day and I get home and I'm like, what did I even do today? Yeah. Like, right. I was productive and I did things, but it doesn't feel like the same things that I was doing like before. Yeah. Like, yeah, because some, you're running. busy, but like you're not seeing your clients. Your phone's not yes. ringing 17 times from clients. It's ringing from spam because there's more spam calls yes. than anything right now. And sales calls. And sales. Like, and I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. want that. Like, go away. Medicare? No, I'm 34 years old. I I can't get Medicare yet. Not Sorry. Yes. Not old enough. Um, but you do you if that's you, but exactly. not me. Yeah. But it's just silly to me, like all those things. I'm like, I don't. Do you feel like it's become more okay though to do a virtual tour? Yes. Have? Yes. And I do them a lot. Um, I did them a lot also <laughs> during COVID. Um, yeah. made for clients who didn't feel comfortable going and looking in homes. I was like, this is my job. This is what I'm here yeah. for. I'm considered essential. You don't want to go? Fine. I'll go. Let's FaceTime. Let's Zoom. Did all those. People would mm -hmm. come in from out of town. They still wouldn't want to go in, but they'd wait outside. Had a few mm -hmm. do that. Interesting. They would want to see the outside of the mm -hmm. home, and I would do the inside tour. And then I would, like, open the windows and see them. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's on them, whatever. Right. Um, but I still do a lot of virtual tours. Like, yeah. I'm. it's just easy. Like, hey, you want to do Zoom or you want to do um, FaceTime? And I just did a Zoom meeting with a new buyer last week. And that was never foreign to me because a lot of my business is Relo. Yeah. Because I do a lot of veterans. So that and was normal so for you. Normal for me. So it was interesting that that to me, because it was so normal for my business, that right. it was like, that it was hard for people. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, well, Zoom records it or you can do Loom or you can FaceTime or if they don't have, if they have an Android, you can always Skype it. Like, yeah, you can right. always do all, like, there's all these, all these it things. Was, so many people didn't know that. And I just found that to be so interesting that that was that was a transition for a lot of people in their business because they didn't know what to do. And I thought that was very interesting. And it was also like the, um, a lot of people wanted the disinfectant clean, like to have the house yeah. disinfect bombed mm -hmm. right before they moved in. And I'm, were and there I'm, businesses that did that? Yes. Before yeah. This? Oh yeah. 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 We, I mean, we'd done, our office was done several times yes, during too. the I COVID remember. era and all that. And before too, because it's, 
you know, when you have places where people are sick or whatever and then that business changes. Right. Obviously, they've got to do a little bit of disinfecting and doing it the mm-hmm. sanitary way. And that stuff wasn't just made up over COVID. I just no. don't. I think those people saw an expansion Capitalized. to their business oh, during that time. Do but, people still want? I mean, I know people always are going to want house cleaned or whatever, but like the disinfectant part, do you still I don't see that? Get that? I don't get that as much now unless there is someone that's uh, like has a health concern. Yeah. But usually then it's not even the, it's not even that. It's that they want the ducts cleaned because mm. that's where a lot of like particles live is in yep. your ducts. So that's where I get a lot of people saying, I want the ducts cleaned. Like I had a client that had cancer that would really wanted the ducts cleaned and wanted them cleaned well and um they put in like a it's called like a halo or something that like it's like a uv light that sanitizes the air that goes through um but it's not it's not a cheap ad to your hvac system i'll tell you what's stuck with my business is i don't see people face to face like that's kind of so hard it is it's very hard i really enjoy it when somebody's like can we meet up or whatever because sometimes i literally will talk to somebody four times a day for 60 days and do not see their face until closing. Before COVID, did you see people a lot? Yes, it was more normal. Even if it was, you know, we had the online applications and all those things. Even if it was, okay, I'm going to come by at noon and bring you my documents or something. Yeah. You did that. Now, people know how to scan things with their phone or... Yeah, that's true. Whatever. And so, the truth of it is, is... If you're self-employed and I have to get your last two years tax returns, that's a lot of pages. Mm-hmm. And so they will a lot of times bring like things like that. But if it's just pay stubs and bank statements, I literally do not set eyes on people. Yeah. And that is hard. I do miss that part of it, which is why that's one of the reasons I'm like, I go to every closing. Like, unless I cannot, I go to every closing because it's such a personal thing yeah. anyway. There's not a lot of lenders that do that anymore. Which is odd to me. They took it away. Like, I literally, I don't know the last time that, like, a lender has gone to a closing. With that being said, I've had a lot of, like, mobile notary closings, remote closings where I haven't been there. Right. Um, And so, because my sellers will move. And they're already gone and we mobile notary. So, like, I say bye in the process. Right. You know, so I don't see them, but I don't, you know, I don't see buyers. Like, I don't see their their lenders very often. Unless there's yeah. an issue and they're running in at the end trying to whatever. Right. But I don't see them. You don't see them at title companies anymore either. Mm-hmm. Like, Interesting. Well, for a while, we weren't even, like, seeing, like, our title, like, our escrow people because we yeah. weren't allowed into closing. Exactly. Yes. The clients were the that. only one allowed. And me, me too. too. So I would always wait in the parking lot like yep. a creeper with their closing gift. It just didn't feel personal. Well, and in Bell County, there's two title companies that had literally, like, a McDonald's drive through And you would pull up and they would open the window, hand you stuff, like, through, yes. like, a plastic Are they not thing. explaining things? They would through an, an like an intercom, like when you pick up your HEB prescription, like they would talk to you through an intercom and be like, what page are you on? And you'd hold up the page and they would be like, OK, well, that page means this or that page means that. That is crazy. Yeah. I also think it's silly. They did those little plexiglasses oh, I hated like those. right so between me and you. But hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go dumb. around you. I'm going to cough on this side of you. Yeah. What? It's all in the air. It's, it was like all it air. was silly to yes. me. I don't. I don't, I don't miss it. masks. I don't miss plexiglass. Mm. I got a huge. So I have really sensitive skin. And I got a really big infection from wearing the mask all the time. Yeah. Really. I got a whole my whole neck and chin and everything like lit up, and I had to like I had to go on steroids. My whole face like got yeah. like it was like mm. a huge infection because you're just constantly like between the 
pollutants in the air and a dirty what, mask, like a dirty mask and everything that I was, you know, you're breathing on yourself and whatever, like it just causes an infection. And it and it happened to a lot of people. A lot of people's skin got really mm-hmm. tore up because of the I mask. I do remember hearing that. Because it was also a, like 100 degrees outside. So yeah. you're sweating. Oh, yeah. And you're wearing a mask. You're breathing your hot air on yourself. I went through so many pieces of gum yes. during that yes. process because I was like, Mint my gum. breath stinks so bad. <laughs> or this mouth, this mask stinks so bad. Yeah. Like, you could be your own mask. And I'm like, yes. it stinks. And I never did the cloth mask that you, re- you reused. What is the purpose of those? Yeah. Um, that's full of germs. I'm not washing it because, no, I don't have time for that. What, you did that. the paper ones? Yeah, I did the throwaway, the reusables. And then when, you know, you initially, like, you have to stop somewhere and you're like, oh, crap, this one's requiring a mask. Mm-hmm. So you're, like, digging in your floorboard because, you know, mom life. Yes. Right. <laughs> you're, you're like, and you're like, here it is. Here's my mom life one. Yeah. And it's, like, got a shoe print on the front. You're like, it's clean. It's, it's fine. fine. It's Just fine. flip it over. Put the shoe yeah. on my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. I was like, You, like, what? rub it on your what knee a little What is that? Okay. My favorite's, like, when people would wear lipstick. Like, yes. you weren't wearing a mask all day. Yes. And then, did you do that? Because you wear lipstick. I do. Did you have a lot of lipstick on the inside of your mask? No, honestly, <laughs> that's probably when I was more leaning towards. Why am I wearing makeup? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely like. I used to be every day full makeup. Yeah. And then when that happened, I was like, mm, no. Mm-hmm. Do you, okay, so when you you talk about makeup, what about like you see people continuously like over a time? Like last year, we were at the cancer center all the time for my husband and. People always had masks on because it was still required at the hospital. And now I see them without it. And I'm like, I didn't think, I didn't, I wouldn't have recognized you. You got a weird oh, mouth. yeah. Like that mouth yes. doesn't match the top of your face. What yeah. are you doing? There were so many people that so many. I was like, that I'm like, oh, that's what you look like. Like, is that my client? I'm not sure. I've never yes. seen their mouth. I know. It's like, it's so weird because you yes. think that you would recognize them by their Mm-mm. eyes, but like you don't. Also, What's your it was nose hard to, doing? Right? Yeah, it right? was hard to avoid people in the store. Like, you it know. It was so easy to avoid people with a mask on. Yes. Well, to me, I'd be like, mask and a ball I cap. didn't know it was them until they were on me. And they were like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? Yes. Oh, no. I was like, mask and a ball cap. Here we go. Yeah. And, and stop and think about that. We went into, like, banks, convenience <laughs> stores. Like, robbery 101. Right. Like, <laughs> well, it's still a thing. When Every time, like, what is it? Like, when mm. Waco PD posts something yeah. on their page, it's always, like, they it, they're always wearing, wearing, like, one of the same, like, masks that we wore during COVID. I'm like, I'm like, really? I'm like, that. that's our cover-up now? And I'm like, man, they've been working on facial recognition for a long time, and I feel like we have to start all over again. Yeah. Like, well, you know, your phone's now, like, you could do it with a mask. Yes. yes. Oh, I know. Like, no oh. thanks. So I remember when iPhone had to update it because mm-hmm. when I did it and I was wearing, like, you know, during COVID, I did my facial recognition without any makeup, and I yep. put makeup on, and I had sunglasses on my head, and I didn't even realize it, and it was, like, face not recognized, and I couldn't <laughs> unlock my dang phone. <laughs> And I was completely like, different person. I was like, I was like, look, asshole. Like, <laughs> this is my face. <laughs> like, you're my phone. I bought you for a thousand dollars or whatever you cost. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't be a jerk. Okay. Right. I just feel bad about myself. Get my face right. Yeah. Or I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, I'm a little redder than I normally am, but look, this is me. Exactly. Christina, did you see a lot of change in your business? Like, from and besides face to face, but to like the actual business that you were taking in? Yes. Um, well, you know, so during COVID is when interest rates dropped. Significantly. When they started. Oh, yeah. I'm at like a three. Yeah. Ooh. Killing it. Um, and so and it was interesting because it was more like 
we were more focused on quickly get me pre-approved, do it now, get me a letter. No, there was not the conversation about what's my payment, how much is my interest rate. <laughs> they were just like, it's fine, it's fine, it's totally fine, let's go. Yeah. So it was very, like, everything had to be done now, 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 now. And so literally there were times that, like, I was on the other line doing the same now, now, now. And you hang up the phone and there's five more now, now, nows. Yeah. Um. So it was interesting how it it flip-flopped and it was more like rush and I just need the pre-approval letter now. Um, how many agents actually called you to verify that verify them at that point? Like, I feel like I always call to verify with a lender, like they're standing. How many, how many agents would you say on average did you actually get calls from? Uh, not so many. First name is like zero, unless your name's Kate. <laughs> uh, not so many at all. Um, and I always thought that was odd to me because, you know, Feels very How do you know? Like, well, it feels very 2008-ish. Like, that's what everyone was so is so worried about now and should have been then right. because there's so many fraud, like, lender, like letters going out. Yeah. Where I've seen them posted on Facebook where people are changing it into a PDF because they're not protected documents. Yeah. And so you can just change the – you can change yeah. all the numbers in it. And, like, the zeros don't look the same. And, like, people are accepting it. I'm like, if you're not verifying people's funds, like – are you and really people, doing the justice to your client? And people were losing their jobs. Yes. Yes. Huge layoffs. You're not essential. We don't have use for you. You, you know. They had to sign that letter in yeah. closing. We I had closing. a client tell yes. us in closing. Yes. That they and quit. Their, I, and I had one that, that they said they quit their job. I was like. They got fired. And he signed the paper anyway that I was still going to be employed. And it says something like six or three months or something like yeah. that. He told us in closing, he's like, I'm about to get fired and uh, and had nothing lined up and signed it anyway. And I was like, la, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, that's crazy to me. I'm like, that's your fraud, friend. Like, and then the people who were, because it was multiple offers and there's 27 offers and six of them are cash. And then you get it under contract for cash. And then guess what? They flipped to financing. Yes. Because, oh, well, my cash offer was pretty good and they took it. Well, I'm actually financing. Yes. yes. Yes, so I'm like, I no, that happen. no, no, I but don't. you also don't have to accept that. Like a no. seller doesn't have to accept that. And that's mm -mm. what a lot of people thought. But they I went, had a seller that didn't that goes hard. Like, I mean, because they knew they'd get a cash yeah. offer. Exactly. They were like, uh, we were under contract. They did the inspection. And then in the inspection, they gave us a repair amendment. And on the repair amendment, it had the repairs. And at the top, it had that they were flipping to financing and attached this third party financing addendum. And it was all one. And I was like. No, first of all, these need to be two because we're not agreeing to all of this. You know, like we'll yeah. look at it. And then um, my client like was like, wonder, is the agent being trying to be sneaky? Yes. yes, there were so many that just didn't care. They were like, we'll do whatever it takes to get our client this house. And my clients were like, we don't want it. Right. No, thanks. And so we were like, my client doesn't accept changing over to um, third party financing. And they're like, well, they have to. And I was like, they don't have to. That's not right. the terms they agree. That's on. not the terms. We're done. So if you can't close for cash. On the date you said, right. we're out, they terminated. See ya. We got a cash offer the next day. Well, and you know who else is the veterans, the first-time homebuyers? Oh, I hate that for them. They were SOL. Yep. And it was, and I hated it. They oh, Veterans overpaid so bad. Yes. They, I mean, so the third party protects them, but they are, it, it protects them only if they're at contract price. Like, they're allowed to pay over. Yes. It's just saying that they won't the VA won't insure anything over that. Right. I had so some they, do that. I had some do that too. They went to an attorney, got an addendum written up, yep. and then they signed it that they were they knew and mm. agreed that they were paying over market value. Yeah. And there was an agent 
at a bell county that i thought this was the smartest thing he um he had his buyers and sellers sign uh basically something part of their listing package that basically said you could be buying for over market i can't guarantee that i will be able to sell it for what you're buying it for genius and i'm like what a what a great cya like yeah that's so smart for also you to insane do that. that you had to even think of that you know what i mean yeah during covid we had to think of so many things i know that i called kate several times like hey help me i need wording we need i need help like really i i can't figure out what how to word this to where it doesn't sound like i'm an attorney because you can't use if then exactly statements. you know so i'm like help me not use these words word lady yeah you know but she's also a genius no she's really good with words no i just worked in corporate america for long for long enough that it's like i know yeah like those tiktoks that's like how do i bitchily say this in an yes. email and i'm like oh i've so been there yeah did you did you ever work in corporate america no never mm -mm. okay i did you did how weird would our life be during covid if we were at corporate america well so i always worked in some sort of real estate so oh, not me so you would have been i would have been so corporate America, it would have been, it wouldn't have been different for you because you were in real estate, you were essential. Yeah. I wasn't. I worked for a but car company. But I think company. I would have been from home because I worked in corporate America real estate. So yeah. like I was at an office. Yeah. So I would have worked from home, which would have been really not much different other than I wouldn't have seen my engineers every day. Yeah. Which would have sucked because I really didn't like interacting with them. But it just wouldn't have changed too much, I don't think. Yeah. I worked for the car industry as an automotive industry yeah and i traveled mm, so you probably would i would have been... no i would have gone back to just working at home and i don't even know what that was considered like. essential in that state at that yeah. time you know because every yeah. state was different every person was essential. like like in, my parents live in kansas and real estate wasn't an essential in kansas yeah like so many different things weren't essential. i forget that yeah that every state was different every state was different yeah i forget that interesting yeah so it was like where would you have been what would i, I don't know because i don't know what that market would have been like like i don't know what that state guidelines would have been i feel like that would be so hard and think about those states that are coming out of like they were not considered essential and so, like, we feel how heavy mm -hmm. everything is post-COVID, right? Yeah. Like, I feel Ugh. like I'm in a constant, like, like when you take too much sinus medication and you're, like, floating in the air. Like, <laughs> like a fog. Like a fog. Like, I feel like I'm just I'm in, ex in existence. And, yeah. But it just feels, like, heavy. Um, and I'm not talking about postpartum weight heavy. Um, it's just <laughs> heavy in general. But, like, emotions feel heavier. Like, I yes. feel things heavier. Yeah. Like, you know, friendships weigh more to me. Like, you know, I've. You know, you watch people die through that. And when yeah. there was like 20 year old healthy people Insane. and just dropping dead from COVID. And yeah. so it's like everything feels heavy. But think about like if if you were in a state or in just any industry where you were considered where you were considered non-essential and then you have to now in this post COVID world where it's so we're more polarized than we've ever been. Right. Yeah. And you have to now come back into your work life into like refinding balance so many businesses are calling people back to an office yeah like can you imagine i mean i feel heavy right now can you imagine how hard and heavy that has to feel for them oh yeah i i don't know that if i was somebody who worked in corporate america and was now asked to go back to a business 
and sit inside four walls all day long that I would be able to do it because I found that I love the outdoors during COVID. Yeah. And because we were outside all the time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's how you got to hang out. That's how you hung out. And so all your friends got together. You became friends with your neighbors. Communities got better. Like I had the best cul-de-sac in the world. Like there was 12 families you know, 12 kids between six families. And it was just like the greatest little thing ever. But now that like COVID, we're in a fog and every it's over and we're like trying to get back into normal world, everything is splitting off. Mm-hmm. And you're yes. finding out that like, oh, those people really weren't, they were just your neighbors during that time. But I couldn't go back to behind a desk no. all day long and with no windows, four walls, cubicles, couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to do it. I'd be like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find something else. I'm going to go mow someone's yard because I like to be outside now. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a good thing, though, that I'm glad that we hung on more to, you don't have to sit behind a desk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to go work in a coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's okay to go sit in the park or, you know, whatever. I mean, I definitely always thought that, like, overseas, like, they, like, work to live. Like, they have, they take Mm -hmm. three months off at a time and it's like, that's normal culture for us. The United States as a whole, in general, it's you live to work and we work ourselves to death, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I there's I just, you know, I think that's such a sad thing. And I think that was yeah. a blessing from COVID that, like, it brought families together. It brought communities together. It I think it also really made you love your family more because yeah. the family you didn't get to see all the time. Um, you know, you couldn't see them now and you wanted to, but you yeah. couldn't be there with them if they were going through something. Um, I know a lot of people who had to like hug their family members through the, you know, they, yes. the arms and the shower yes, curtains. I and saw those things. My daughter's kindergarten teacher, she's like my best friend. Um, her mom had cancer during that. And oh, they literally wore shower curtains and like hugged and like her mom's in remission and she's doing great now, which is fantastic. But like to go through that is like some, I don't know that I, that's so, that's so hard, yes. yeah. you know? And so like, now you look back to like that relationships forever changed. And yeah. like, if you weren't close to those people, it's changed because like you went through something traumatic and you had to make do. Yeah. Like Jared's grandmother died during COVID. She was in a nursing home. My kids knew her before. And so we would go to the nursing home and make signs and put them on the windows. Did she know who we were? No, she right. didn't. Because in that time she was just, her health was failing, but they still showed up and they made things. Well, and that probably helped your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like hope. Yes. Understand. And I, I do feel like that more of our kids understand, but I also feel like some of the, some of the kids are, I don't know. I feel like your children could have gone either way. Yeah. Did, Whether it's, it's not a big deal, whatever. Yeah. Or I'm more caring. Yeah. You're, how old is James? Seven. Seven. So James and Jillian are the same age. I always forget that. So like they were coming into it, you know, like, but like the questions, like we flew on airplanes. Yes. Yeah, so Why do I have to wear this? It's Why? itchy. I don't like I don't it. like it. Well, I'm sorry. Just put it up. Well, I don't want it on my nose. Well, I don't want it on my mouth. Well, it's stupid because you're in an airport, right? And yeah. inevit- inevitably when I fly, I always fly the earliest flight. Yes. And so like my kid wants breakfast, but like it was okay to like take it off to eat. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. The uh, logic. Like, it was just All the logic made didn't no make sense. any sense. The most logic to me on an airplane that didn't make sense was if you were under two years old, you didn't need to wear a mask. Um, right. That baby needs to have something. Yeah. Do well, and cover, that was, that ba- that was Everett. Face. And, yes. And Everett has asthma. So I remember when it started. And Everett's already had four blue lip incidents in his life. That's oh. how we got him diagnosed early with oh asthma. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So how scary. I already had all that. So in the beginning, I was so 
nervous because I'm like, if he gets it, like, this is going to be so bad because right. he – like when he got RSV, yeah. it was always so bad. We always were in the ER. Yep. We always were getting breathing treatments. And I mean, it just, it was terrifying to think of him getting it. And then come to, come when we actually did hit our family, because inevitably it's going to hit every family. The only reason we knew we had it is because we'll turn around one day on the couch and he goes, I can't smell anything. And I was like, what do you mean you can't smell anything? Oh. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, you go upstairs right now and you smell the trash, like the the diaper trash. <laughs> I'm like, if you can't smell that, we are we're done. Here. Will. And he couldn't smell anything. And he immediately popped positive. And so we were all stuck at home. And Everett, like, we never got it. And so, like, we never got any symptoms. I mean, I'm sure we got it, but we yeah. never got any symptoms. So, I mean, what a blessing, but it, it hit yeah. everybody so differently. Yeah. Oh, it we, did. A hundred percent. When we got it, I got it first and um, it was thanks, the week before Thanksgiving. <laughs> and no, I got it earlier than that. But the like the one I lost most of my symptoms to was Thanksgiving. And so I cooked Thanksgiving for Jared and myself because we didn't travel and Jillian and we didn't have yeah. Josh and who knows what it tastes like and just so everybody knows out there I don't cook I'm like a garbage cooker I got like five things I can make um Hot and dogs no they packaged me <laughs> no I make simple things like mac and cheese and spaghetti and ravioli like I can cook some pasta okay um but like we were sitting there and I was like what? I can't smell anything. And, and then like, oh. I was and I was drinking coffee, you know, mm. and I think so coffee's so I was yeah. like, okay, weird. So then I like still have I feel like phantom symptoms where I think like, oh my god, I have it again because I can't smell anything. Well, Will's no, sm- smell like never truly came back. Like he can't <gasps> smell a lot of, of he can't smell a lot of things. I only could smell stinky things for like the first <laughs> oh, that's month. Horrible. So like I couldn't smell anything good. It was like my good receptors were not like coming oh, back. My bad ones were. And I was okay. like, this is so disgusting. One of my neighbors lo- didn't lose their sense of smell, lost their sense of taste. And so I they were both. Yeah. So it was like textures. And so now oh. like can't eat like can't eat chicken like chicken nuggets. Yeah. And, like certain things I like, can't because it's like then you notice the texture oh. of things. Yes. And you're like Ooh. you're like Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not happening. Did you ever get it? I did get it. Um, I don't think it, I didn't get it as bad. I literally probably slept for a full 48 hours. Yeah. And then it was okay. So Joey had it at the same time, but he had it much worse. Well, like somebody's got to get the ass up. Yeah. <laughs> like these you kids, child. Like, these kids still need food. Yeah. Um, thank God <laughs> my oldest had just started driving. And so, like, I remember making, like, online grocery orders. Yeah. And yes. I sent him to go get it. Best thing of COVID. Um, oh, so, yeah. things like that I love are that still in my get... life. Or, you know, the to-go margaritas from restaurants. Yeah, That are still available in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, yes, friend. like, yes. I, I mean, I felt bad for days, but I had to get my ass up. Well, and, you, yeah. and it was, that was also, you got COVID during the craze. So, yes. I, like, people my are phone still, didn't stop ringing. Yeah, no, people are still calling you and you're like, uh-huh. I'm good now. <laughs> yeah. The first time I got it was like when it first came to Texas. We were at the barbecue cook-off in Houston. And that was where the outbreak started. Yes. And I was so sick. Like, 
the sickest I had been. And but it was like 104 fever, like no energy. Like I, I had my smell, I had my taste, I had all that. So I went to the doctor and they were like, You have the flu, but we don't know what type. And I was like, fun. They're like, try their flu. It's not gonna work. Who knows how many days? I'm like, cool. I was in my bed for four days and I was like, okay, well, I don't have a fever today. Like, I'm gonna go do something. And then I was like, mm, I have these masks in my closet. But I don't even know why I had the masks. Like maybe like a kid's like dress up day at school yeah. or something as a doctor or something. So I went to the, my office. And at the time, my office in our building was at the very back. So it was all by myself. So I came in the back door. I wore a mask like before masks were even a thing. Yeah. So I was like, I need to get out of my house. Yeah. And then um, I've literally had COVID. I've tested positive for COVID probably five times. And mm. my symptoms have been different every single time. I've not had the same ones. Yeah. So every time I'm like, cool, when I get sick, I'm like, it's probably COVID. I probably got yeah. that new strand. I got some good blood in my body, you know. Your immune system is yeah. being built up. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't feel like I'm as scared of it, though. Like I'm not scared of it. I feel like as a whole, at least locally. Yeah. It, I feel like people aren't as scared. Yeah. Because most of us have had it or yeah. seen somebody that's had it or yeah. whatever. It's just like to me, it's now like the new flu cold. Like yeah. it mm -hmm. just comes in with like, okay, right? It's flu cold season with your kids, and you know now it's like flu cold and COVID. Like yeah, it's just a season. You yeah. Know? I mean, our school nurse had it the first day of school. Yeah, there's a lot of there was a lot of teachers that had it like, like right away, right away, and they're like, okay, and that was like summer into first day of school. Like right. yeah, that's just what it is. At least they're getting it out of the way for the year. Right. Be yeah. done with it. So move on. I would say that the fog sucks, but moving forward you can learn from it yeah i yes. would i mean i feel like as heavy as it feels right now fog lifts yeah. and it will burn off you're right yes we will we will all we will, pursue yeah we'll through. all yeah we're gonna make it mm -hmm. just For like sure. we made it through covid we're gonna make it through this fog and you know it's interesting to hear people's post-covid stories i think more than it is to hear people's covid stories yeah where you are Agreed. in your life now like it's hard but you we will get from to the it. other side yeah we took positive things from it yeah we don't do things anymore because we realized how important they were. Mm -hmm. or, you know, there's all kinds of things. I feel yeah. like we've all learned from it. Yep. Yeah. Some things we didn't want to learn. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some things we did and so, needed to. Thanks for joining us today and hope to hear from you guys soon. See you next time. Bye. This has been Real Estate Misfit Moms. Don't forget to follow us on socials at Real Estate Misfit Moms and bookmark our podcast so you never miss an episode. Remember, miss, you fit in here. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.